This is the Frank and Friends Show. Hi there, I'm Frank Murphy. And I'm Natalie Elkins. And I'm Lily Elkins. Well, Lily, we're so happy that you're here. Natalie, we're happy that you're here. It's another very special episode because we're talking about theater. Yes. <laughs> theater. Absolutely. <laughs> and Lily, you're the star of a production of Matilda. Yes. How'd you get the part? Um, well, so we've Hard been working work, on right? it for like... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we've been working on it for three years. And I was six when I started rehearsing all these lines. And oh, I, my gosh. I remember I was on, like, this Zoom meeting, like, three years ago. So this was during the lockdown, right? Yes. 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 All right, well, let's back up a little bit. Now, Natalie, I've known you for quite some time mm-hmm. because you've been involved with the Holston Show Choir. Yes. And you know me. I'll um, Anywhere there's an open microphone, I'll go MC something. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, if, as long as they're paying me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, So I have had the pleasure of introducing your group. I mean, it seems like you was way before you were yeah, in it. Yeah, we, we've been at it for about 15 years. Yeah. And uh, I know we've seen each other at the Turkey Creek, uh, tree right. lighting. Uh, the Nativity yeah. Pageant. Nativity Pageant, I didn't introduce right. you at that, but I was up on the other side of the um, arena to be one of the character voices. Oh, nice, yes. So you don't know, may not know that it was me. <laughs> As the voice of Isaiah. You know, I don't think that I knew that, but that's really cool now. I know. <laughs> yeah. So they give me, yeah, the, so I, anyway, you guys uh, were the opening act. Yes. I hope you'll do it again. Yes, I because do. Because that, that is a terrific thing where um, as the Nativity Pageant crowd is filtering in for about 20 minutes, they have uh, musicians yes. perform, and you guys were there. Yes. And I'm up there going, put, taking all my lutens <laughs> and getting my voice ready so I can play the deep voice of Isaiah, the high voice of the shepherd boy. Oh, wow, the shepherd boy. The medium voice wow. of angel, Archangel Gabriel, you know, kind of all over the place. Yes. But it's fun. Yeah. Anyway, so you guys have done the Holston Show Choir. Yes, we have. Holston is a river. No, I mean a neighborhood. Yes. Holston is a... Holston Hills, the Holston Hills community, yes. And we. it's been a really unique opportunity for us. That I think we, my friend Anne... Um, and lives over there in okay. McKinney, I think. Anyway, I'm sorry. Carry yeah, on. yeah. Well, we got so it's a really unique district because we've got kids that come from that Holston Hills community. We've got kids that are almost in in Gibbs Coryton area. That so you work just, for Knox County Schools. I do. Yes, okay. I do. Yeah, right. I'm a music teacher at Holston. I do chorus and I do general music, and then I also direct the show choir, which we have a little bit of time during the school day that we meet, but then yeah. we uh, meet a lot on the weekends. Too. Right. Sure. Yeah. It's an activity. It's yes. like all the like a sport, really. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Or like the kids who do Scholars Bowl. In high school, yes. and then they come over and get to be on TV with right, me. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. All right. So this is different, though, because it started as a Holston Show Choir production. Yes. And you started working on it when you were just a little wee little thing. Yeah, yeah. And now, uh, it, this, I, I don't know, I hate to say it's a silver lining that you've had more time to reimagine how you were doing it. It's funny that we were talking about this last night. I said, you know, we've had three years to kind of think through this and work through it all. But incredibly, you know, things happen and life happens. And, it, you know, still we have we've had about eight weeks to actually rehearse the show because you don't get the scripts and such with yeah. your licensing and so th- so forth and so on. So we've thought about a lot of things, but I don't think we've really the rubber hasn't met the road until the last eight weeks. Um, and it's like every you know, I always joke about this because you look at people who are on Broadway or do, you know, regional theater or things like that. It doesn't matter at what level you are. Yeah. Um, um, you still are in that fury in the last, you know, oh, we sure. start our tech official tech week on Friday. And so I think that's where we are right and now. We're like be... in the throes of all of it. Yeah. Okay. So if the shows are on July 7th, 8th, yes. and 9th, yes. that means tech starts on July 2? Well, we're actually starting soon. on Friday. Which um, is June, July, June, June 30th. 30th yeah. okay. But lighting moved in yesterday. Sound has started to move in. So like all of those huge elements, you oh know, my the gosh. sets in place, you know. So in theater, they call it heck week. Yes. <laughs> 
Lily knows all about that. Kathy. You know, she's had to live through a few herself. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. So, Lily, you've been singing. Now, I, I've seen you perform, so I know you're good. Um, so I don't know. I mean, it's not, you know, it's, it's not a mystery to, to me. But to explain to me, obviously, you want to be like mom, but you also just, I know it's fun. I like doing it, too. Mm-hmm. Why do you like it? Well, so... I'm an only child, and so I don't really have, like, brothers and sisters to, like, even talk to or anything. I got that from the words only child. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I really like doing it with my friends because, like, I mean, I don't get to see them a lot because I'm at my house, like, sometimes. And then when I dance, I love getting to be there because I get to do it with my friends. Yeah. And And you're working toward a common goal Mm -hmm. to create a dance routine or to create a musical Mm -hmm. performance. Mm -hmm. Oh, I know. The the camaraderie that in theater, I mean, you end up, and I hope you continue doing this for a long time because you'll find that you make these fast friends. And then it's weird because at the end... You all, it's it's like graduation, and yeah. then you don't see them again, right? Unless you're lucky enough to get cast in another show with somebody that you know. And then I feel like it's like you pick up where you left off. You oh, know, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's amazing. I, I feel the same way. We can go years and not see people, and then all of a sudden, we went to see a production of Hello Dolly this past weekend. And oh, it was with so uh, encore, encore um, uh, from Morristown, but yes. they did it in. Um, Jeff County. Jefferson yes. County. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in Dandridge. And it was so cool because I hadn't seen a lot of these people in a couple of years. And I mean, just to walk back in that door and just yeah. to feel the embrace, you know, you are right. Theater is sure. the community and it just brings well, everybody together. So I went to see Chorus Line. I don't know if I told oh, yeah, you this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I saw you and Daniel Leinberger yes. uh, as the leads in the Chorus Line show. and But I had that same experience where my wife and I went to see Beauty and the Beast which was done by, I think called, it's called the Tennessee Valley Players. Yes, Tennessee Valley Players. And there's this one girl, she's one of the Gaston's yes. silly girls. Yes. And I'm looking at her and I go, I've seen her before. Danny, I know who that is. Danny Tower, yes. She was the, um, in, uh, cor- chorus line. had a big yeah. part in Chorus Line yeah. as the woman from Puerto Rico, right. right? Okay. Yeah. So that's who it is, Danny. Danny Tower, yes. Oh, hello, Danny. Yeah, we, we love her. I, I recognize got, you in Beauty and the Beast. That's right. We got to give hugs when we got to see. We saw that show as well. We, we really do try to go and see uh, all the community theater. Oh, great. It's great for her. You know, we want her to grow up that way mm-hmm. and loving the arts. I mean, I feel like you don't know anything else, do you? <laughs> so, um, and my music teacher, Mr. Hopper, he's yeah. awesome in some of those shows. So he was uh, in Something Rotten last year with TV. I saw that too. Yeah. And who did he play? He was oh, Shakespeare. Shakespeare. Yeah. I just got, and he was the soloist at uh, the, the Nativity Pageant, yeah. so it all comes back around. And he's great. Hello, Dan. Yeah. Is it his name? His name is Brett. Brett, Brett Hopper. Hopper. I yeah. saw you. I didn't even talk to you. You don't know this. <laughs> but I will tell you that last year it so happened that my uh, eldest grandson, who is now nine, um, was in town in June. This year he's coming in July. Okay. Uh, and we took him to see Something Rotten, uh, which, I, you know, I thought, fine. Yeah. Well, I didn't realize how good he is. How he's got an ear for music. Oh, great! And how he would memorize um, the song with the most offensive words. <laughs> well, I mean, I- he had it down by intermission. <laughs> He already knew it, and the whole ride home, and then the whole eight-hour or nine-hour ride home to Northern Virginia. I'm trying to think of, Artie, we got to rewrite these lyrics. You can't sing this to your family. Your younger brothers can't know that, you know, you hate, the man is a genius. We can't, we got to change that part. You know exactly what he's arguing We love that show, though. Oh, it's so good. It is so good. So and that's, that's, a great so, show. that's so much of the fun yes. of all of that. So we're talking about Matilda, which is going to be on July 7th and 8th at night, yes. which is that's a Friday, Saturday. Yes. And then Sunday, July 9th. Correct. 
and, and it's going to be at Holston Middle School. Yes. How is that? That because you were saying that um, it's unusual to do a show at a middle school yes. because we're really fortunate in the fact that we admit a lot of middle schools in our area don't have an auditorium and Holston was a high school once upon a time and ah. so we like thank you for all of our alumni our Holston warriors that come back and support so many things at our school but uh, we are really privileged to have an auditorium and to be able to do productions like this because um, unless you were a converted high school uh, for a lot of these middle schools they don't have this space and we I know a lot the, of people who converted yeah, but not a lot of yeah, high schools yeah. <laughs> but I mean a lot of them do have to do it in their gyms yeah, yeah. Um, bring in staging and lighting and that kind of thing well, I guess that's why when now the Catholic High School has opened its auditorium, yes. uh, outside groups are ready to rent it from them. Right, and absolutely. That's not, and this uh, Tennessee Valley Players was not the first nor the last right. to, to rent. Because you go to, you're like, why am I at Catholic High School? They're closed. Right. No, no, you're seeing an outside group that has yes. rented the, has four-walled it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that's great. Yeah. So you've got your own space for that. We do. And we one thing that we don't really have a great setup for is lighting. It's an older building. Uh, so we bring in a... Unfortunately, a, it's a very dark show. It is. <laughs> it is. But, you know, I will say technically this is probably the biggest thing that we've ever done. Oh, I bet. Um, lighting has been coming in the last couple of days. And, oh, my word. Like, we have a, a lighting designer, David Horton. Uh, David is a Disney Imagineers and things like that. So he... And he's oh, from Morristown. We worked with David. We worked with them on Chorus Line. Oh, that's fantastic. He's done a, several encore shows and he's amazing like we love David so much and so it's it's a real honor I think yeah. to collaborate with so many wonderful artists Daniel's well, choreographing the show Daniel Leinberger's choreographing uh, hey Daniel yeah and also helping <laughs> direct a little bit so I mean it's just fun to collaborate well when you dig down it is amazing I think there was a, a survey, a national survey, maybe it was the USA Today or something, talking about the art scene, and Knoxville came in fourth in the country, which is huge, because it made the top ten again. list, and it was only a top ten list. Wow. But you think about it, I think um, the UT theater program was rated one of the best in the country, yeah. and you've got all these folks who have experience through there, and that trickles through the community. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, we, you know, we were talking about Laura Beth Wells. She yeah. and Lillian were here. Yeah. And you're friends with them, yeah. obviously. Yeah. So, you know, here's someone who has got Broadway experience and she's teaching kids at the Children's Theater. She's teaching kids at UT. She's spreading her experience and knowledge all over the place. Absolutely. And you can see the the fruit of that labor. It was fun. I got to see her in Spider-Man. And oh, wow. On yeah, Broadway. On Broadway. And it was not too long after that that she announced she was pregnant. And it was going to take a little sabbatical from the show. And we have kind of sort of followed each other all these years. It was, the, it was funny. Like, the first time I ever saw Laura Beth, she was in high school at Farragut. Yeah. And was doing Hello, Dolly, which was my first experience with that show. And, of course, we just saw it again this week. And we love that show so much. But she was phenomenal. And I told her, I've never forgotten this to this day. Her wig was incredible. I mean, she was wonderful. I was like, dang, your wig was so good in that show. <laughs> um, but yeah, we got to meet for the first time while she was doing the show at Spider-Man and oh, kind of have great. kept up all these years. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. Was She did um, a bunch of those performances while pregnant with Lily. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, in one of the characters, they had to build her a special maternity yeah. costume. <laughs> yeah, I <remember laughs> And this came up because, and the reason I said this is she's been here yeah. multiple times to do the podcast, but I also had her on my PBS show Up Close, which will be on... I think they're going to show that one at the end of July. Okay. And one of the pictures that she sent for that interview was her in the maternity oh costume backstage at Spider-Man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, it's cool. I mean, the University of Tennessee has done awesome things. I'm actually a UT grad, too. It was Fantastic. a Grace Moore scholar. 
Um, so my my upbringing was really more in the classical side, but theater has always been my love. Yeah, um, did lots of opera at UT and oh, Carol it. Freeman, and yeah, and I, I mean I'd done a lot. Of, like I grew up doing show choir, so I think that's where my love began for yeah, all of sure. this. Um, but yeah, like through the years, just sort of I have really enjoyed being on the other side of the table, mm-hmm. um, and this is kind of the first time I've sort of had to sit on both sides of the table because yeah. I'm also in the show. Yeah, so. and you play the evil Mrs. Wormwood. <laughs> I if do. I'm not mistaken. I do. I was explaining to my grandson Artie. Now, here's my experience with Matilda, is Artie and I watched it on um, Netflix. Yeah. Period. The end. That's all I got. Okay. I've seen it one time okay. on Netflix, and I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. Because so in my head, I can't, I couldn't keep straight Matilda and Madeline. I couldn't remember which was oh, which. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know Madeline? You've seen, well, you guys did that for your well, recital yes, one year. Yeah, that's yeah. like a, a little girl, the little girl French with, the with the hat. No, yeah. No, it's not completely, French. completely yes. different. Totally different I was story. so young when I did that. Yeah, you were like... like Five, maybe. Yeah, she's yeah. in the ballet. But you understand when we talk about Roald Dahl, right? Yeah. He's got a, a, a unique uh, outlook on life and a unique sense of humor. Yeah. And I mean, think of the great, great shows that he's created or yeah. these books he's written, you know, from Charlie, Charlie and the Chocolate, Chocolate Factory, Factory yeah. uh, James and the Giant Peach. Right. And, now, and of course, Matilda. So there's weird. They're all weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But great weird. Yeah. yeah. You know, he was married to Patricia Neal. Yeah, it's so funny. She's so, from Knoxville. Patricia Neal is famous Knoxvillian. Well, here's what's really cool. I did not learn that until this past Mother's Day. And my grandmother just passed away uh, just a few weeks ago. And that was the last time that I saw her was on Mother's Day. And oh. I really thought she was joking. And her dying words to you were, Patricia Neal! <laughs> Was married to Roald Dahl tonight. You know, like, I really thought she was joking. I thought, because she's older, she was 87, and I thought to myself, she's just making this up. And then I go and Google it. Lo and behold, she was correct. She was just sitting in the chair, and she says, well, you know Roald Dahl was married to Patricia Neal. I'm like, no, I, I don't think yeah. that. Yeah, yeah she moved real. to England and the whole thing. Yeah, day. yeah. Well, we were watching the other day. Remember that little show that we watched about Roald Dahl? Yeah. And, and tell a little bit about, like, how he wrote his shit. Well, so... There was this shed that he used to mm-hmm. walk to. Yeah. And he would close all the windows and close all the doors, and then he would just start writing. And then they they said he would be in there for, like, hours and hours and hours. Yeah. Probably completely lost in his imagination, yes. creating yes. these fantastical worlds. Yeah. Let's go through, since we're talking about Matilda with the mm-hmm. Holston Show Choir, yeah. and really more of the community. Yes. What, what would you call it if it's cause beyond the show choir? It's the Holston... So do you have, I mean, do you have really, a name for your theater troupe yet? No, I, you know we just kind of left it. A, a lot of our branding had been with the Holston Show Choir, so it's been easier to advertise that way. Okay, but we got a grant through the Tennessee Arts Commission, nice. so that's really what's fueled the biggest part of this fire that we've had, and it's really turned into the Knoxville community. We do have a lot. Knox County Schools is kind of restructured in the last year or so, and we have a lot of Region Five kids. So uh, kids that are we've got kids from Austin East, kids from Holston, uh, kids from Central oh. High School, yeah, Beaumont. Um, oh, good. But then we got kids. Shenandoah and lots of Me. yeah, not, lots of Knox County schools that are represented. We've even have one from Hardin Valley. When you say people from Shenandoah, do they play the senior citizens? No, the, and this is like Shenandoah Elementary oh, School. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, I only knew of it as a retirement right. home. I, I, I didn't know there was a Shenandoah Elementary School. Like. Yeah, but that's Brett yeah. Hopper is her music teacher at Shenandoah. Oh, outstanding! Yeah, well, congratulations. Yeah. fantastic. Yeah. But yeah, it's kind of turned into this uh, community sort of affair, and then we have also educators that are involved. In this, so our principal Katie Lutton at Holston plays Miss Honey. Oh, and yeah. she's good, right? She's yeah. wonderful. All right, let's go through the plot because yeah. we have to explain. As I was trying to explain <laughs> to my grandson, that your real life mother plays your evil mother <laughs> in the show. Hopefully, I'm not that mean in real life. <laughs> <laughs> so the plot is 
Um, well, help me out because, like I said, I've only so seen it the one it's, time. It's you know, genius child here. Yeah. yeah. And um, you want to based talk on a true story? It, well, <laughs> it's, it's not a true story because, um, well, spoiler alert: Matilda cannot. Well, Matilda moves things with her eyes. She, yeah, she's, no one oh, she's got a little bit of telekinesis going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, and we've kind of gotten to that place in rehearsals where mm-hmm. she. After she kind of, I'm going to, this is definitely a spoiler alert. She winds up with Miss Honey. Uh, Parents are horrible people. You know, don't pay any attention to her. Mm -hmm. You know, basically they just want to watch the television all the time. And she's the one reading the book. She loves to go to the library, loves to hang out with Miss Honey. And Miss Phelps. And Miss Phelps. Yeah, the library. Well, I think when you're going into a musical, it often helps to have the plot, like an opera. You should read the libretto ahead of time and know where the story's going. Mm -hmm. Because then you can appreciate the cleverness of the songs all the oh, more, yeah. you know? Yeah. Oh, and the, the music for this show is incredible. Yeah, it's Minchin, really good. Who heard uh, it? Tim Minchin, uh, who is a comedian. He's British. And um, the songs we kind of were watching the other day, yeah. a little thing that was on YouTube, um, about how he kind of crafted all of these songs, which is really incredible. He went in it's kind of the same way Real yeah. Doll did, sort of hold yeah. himself up and, like, wrote all these songs in a very short amount of time. Oh, fantastic. And most of them wound up in the show. You know, a lot of people, when they go on these sure. writing sprees, they don't often use everything. Well, I mean, going back to Beauty and the Beast for a second, there was a song called Human Again. Yes. That got cut from the cartoon. Right. And then, you know, they, when they realized they wanted to put it on a, a stage version of, like, well, the cartoon's too short. Yeah. What else you got? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, need, we need to pad this right. out. We need to stretch. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Happens so very I didn't feel like there was any filler in Matilda because there's so much story. Well, and really, to be honest, like, the, the songs really do kind of advance the plot. That's the whole point. of yeah. a, That's what makes it a musical. Yeah. And, yeah. It, and the, the pacing is so quick in the show. I mean, I think that's the thing that we've really had a yes. challenge on is that it's... Um, it's transitions. The transitions are crazy. And I think it was written in such a way that, like, they're abrupt. You know, uh, you're kind of like, it's sort of like you're in the middle of the chapter and someone shut the book and you move somewhere yeah, else. Exactly. The tableau just moves fast. Exactly. Uh, so I they showed that in the Netflix yeah. film, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, all right, Mat- uh, Matilda is a prodigy. She's a genius. Yes. Yes. But she ends up at this school that's like a prison yeah. yes. where the children are treated horribly <laughs> by yes. the headmistress. What's her name? Agatha. Yeah, Miss Trenchbull. Yeah. Uh, oh, boy, oh, boy. Yeah. Now... When you watch the Netflix version, and I recommend that you do, mm-hmm. if you just want to have a fun game, don't look at the credits and don't see who plays what. <laughs> and then try to figure out for two hours who's playing Trunchbull, and you probably won't. You'll just think, man, this is a brilliant actress. Who is this person? I, I can only imagine she should she, she should get an Oscar or a <laughs> Tony or something. She's, She's that a few good. Of those already, hasn't she? Yeah, I mean... It's well. Go ahead, Emma Thompson, and I mean, we were watching something that was talking about just the transformation physically that she had to go through. My wife didn't believe me when I told her. I said, "You got to watch this because Emma Thompson plays Trunchbull." She's like, "That's impossible." Yeah, because she had seen. There's another movie of Matilda. Mm -hmm. Yes, the older one in the. What's it called? 2013? Yeah, but it's not a, it's not a musical, no, right? Yeah, the, no, yeah, the, the one, the 96 one. Yeah. Yeah, okay, with uh, Danny DeVito. And, and the little girl little girl who played Matilda in that, um, his name is, her name is Mara Wilson. Yes. And we knew her from when we lived out in Burbank. How cool. But not that well. I mean, just my kids went, took a swim lesson at Parks mm-hmm. and Rec, for the, you know, and then Mara's in their class. So for multiple weeks, they took swim lessons with Mara Wilson. And we're like, That's cool. Oh, yeah, she's that actress from Mrs. Down, whatever she was in at that point, Mrs. Doubtfire. Yes. But then she went on to be in Matilda, Matilda. also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and it's a, it's a different feeling altogether because that story was set in America. 
Um, you know, oh, this see, I didn't is, see it. I, my kids yeah, saw it, and it, it, now it, I get it. It is a very different feel altogether because um, the stage show, I mean, it started on the West End and moved to Broadway and is still actually running on the West End. Is the End. book set in um, yes. England also? Yes. Because yeah. it's got that, yeah, obviously with the headmistress yeah. and the whole idea of a boarding school right. that's like a prison with the, I mean, it's, they take stuff out of prison movies. <laughs> Because you've got, you know, like the, you know, the solitary confinement or the hole. Chokey, right? That, is that what it's called? It's called Chokey for us, yeah. Yes. Well, when you, I, my wife and I went and did the tour of um, uh, Brushy Mountain. Yes. And they have a <laughs> hole that they, when they put the bad, yeah. the especially bad prisoners in. It's like Chokey. Mm-hmm. With the spikes uh, and the nails in the wood, right? Oh, my gosh. That's <laughs> a line from the show. It, it is. Yes. Yeah. So what do you get to sing? So... I sang Naughty, which is like the second. Yeah, it's early in the first act. Is that the big production number that starts It's just her. Just you. It's just her. Tell them what happens, like what what you do. What I do is, so like, I want to get revenge on my parents. (laughs) But so I finally find this book, which we're going to paint, and it's going to say How to Dye Your Dad's Hair Green. And so I pick it up, and I go to the index of it, and I start looking at it. And then I go down to the sink. And I start mixing platinum blonde hair dye <laughs> and oil violet hair tonic. And then it finally dyes my dad's hair green. And he wears a hat for most of the show, mm-hmm, right? To yeah. cover up his green hair. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I get revenge a second time. Cause, so he rips up my book at some point. And so I'm like, well, I want to do something else. So I super glue his hat to his head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, it's a fun show. That's it, what, no wonder it, the kids it, like it. it. Yeah. And do you do any horrible things to your mom over here, Mrs. Wormwood? Um, I don't, re- I don't yeah, recall I anything know. too bad. No, just really dad. But dad's, I mean... And over- who plays dad's dad? Worse. It's actually our band director, uh, Brad Beeler. Yeah. And uh, Brad's wonderful. He's never really done anything like this, but man, he's fantastic. Oh, that's good. He's so good. I mean, the yes. boy can sing. He's got a big number at the top of the first act called Telly. Uh, all all I know, I learned act. from Telly. Top of the second act. Talk, yeah, sorry, when I say first act, yeah, <laughs> yeah. top of the second act. Um, all I know, I learned from Telly because he just doesn't believe in the books and such. I mean, she always wants to tell stories, and, mm-hmm. and the family is just like, all we want to do is watch TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and when when they show, go ahead. And the fun thing about that song is, so every single night he gets called on a different person out in the audience. Yeah. So beware. Oh. You come mm-hmm. to the show, you may get yes. called out if you like Ooh, to read. That's good, good, good. <laughs> yeah. Now, when they show clips of it, like on, you know, when you go to Netflix and it's the one thing they show at the beginning, yeah. mm-hmm. it's usually uh, the big number where everyone in their uniforms is marching down the hall and all the kids are singing. What is that one? Is that the school song? That's revolting. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, revolting children. At the end. Yeah, but that. But for, I mean, for the I'm teaser. saying the teaser. Yeah. They show that. Oh, wait, I haven't seen that teaser, but yeah. <laughs> well, you know the song. Yeah. Oh, all the teasers. So. You know all about the song. Well, we've been yeah. rehearsing it this week, so yeah, oh, boy, oh, boy. it's gonna be a big number too. Mm-hmm. A very big number. We got kids. We just learned it. Like, yeah. Yesterday. So what's involved if you're a mom or a dad and you've got a kid like Lily? Yeah. What's involved? You have to do extra voice lessons do you have to do extra dance lessons i mean is it because you want to not because you have to yeah you know it's funny like when i was pregnant with her i remember thinking i really hope she has a love for the arts and music and 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 she does i mean the kid came out singing um when the doctor came in and had you probably put the show speakers right the bluetooth speaker (laughs) on your tummy and with the show tunes going (laughs) that and bluegrass she really loved she would move even more to bluegrass um, but yeah, she's always had this great sense of rhythm. And when the doctor came in after he checked her out, 
the first time, um, Dr. Joe Black, he said, well, she's got a set of lungs on her. She's going to be a singer. And I didn't know us from Adam, so it was really funny. (laughs) That's what he said. But um, Lily's always loved to sing. She's always loved to dance. She's a a dancer at Angela Floyd Studios, dances six days a week. And tell him where you have your voice lessons typically. Where we usually in the car, oh. yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> just really in the backseat of the car. Like, so you're teaching her oh, yeah. because that's your I job anyway. Yeah, uh, drop your jaw, you know, breathe there, yeah, the, crescendo a little more there. So yeah, yeah. but um, the acting side of it, she's not. She's just other than the shows she's done, but she did take a few little lessons um, when we were on lockdown. Yeah, she uh, a place in Atlanta called Orbit. Uh, she did some acting lessons wow. with them, and, and also worked with Bethany. Oh yeah, that's right. You did. So I think it's so analogous to the kids who really are into swimming so they start doing club swimming and they get yeah. extra coaching yeah. or tennis or pick a sport mm-hmm. you know obviously with football baseball the big ones you know yeah. there's um, extra workshops and summer camps and all of those things yeah. and you see it in the sports world yeah. all the time yeah. but you know what the football mom does, or the football dad doesn't get the the rep of the stage mom. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, I never do. I, I'll tell you, we were discussing this the other day. She's got a, a pretty wonderful stage dad. Um, mm-hmm. I, it's funny because I kind of have to split my time. I still have the show choir group, that, mm-hmm. and a lot of times she's already at the dance studio before I'm ever even out of school. Yeah. So it's a lot of times my parents or or my husband um, who is getting her to all the places she needs oh, to fantastic. go. Fantastic! Yeah, so great. They kind of conned me into. There was a, a weekend that there was supposed to be on a dance competition and I was already booked up with a rehearsal and I said I didn't, we're just not going to participate in that and she comes home one night oh yeah me and dad talked about this I think we're going to just go ourselves and I was like are you kidding me who's going to do your hair who's going to do your makeup oh I'll figure it out mom like it's not a big deal yeah her dance sister good old Sophia helped us out oh but, that's great yeah that is yeah, great but, uh, so what uh, Angela Floyd do they what kind of dance do they do everything yeah. Yes. Jazz, tap, ballet, hip hop, lyrical. Of those, which do you prefer? So, I didn't know this until I was like seven that I really, really like tap. Tap. Really good at it. Which too. goes well with the musical theater yeah. because there's you can you, know, you can do anything goes. Yes. You can do. That's what I did my first year. I tap. <laughs> I've got one tap reference, so that's... <laughs> and she's like, oh, of course, I already know that one. <laughs> she's an old soul. You always kind of have been. Um, likes the old musicals. But tell yeah. him about your what you made this year. That's a big deal for Angela Floyd. What's their kind of claim to fame? Their kick line. Oh, yes. oh yeah. 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 When they, they would... Now, granted, you would come to the uh, tree lighting ceremony right. to sing mm-hmm. with Holston. Right. And then you'd leave, and I'd bring on uh, the Angela Floyd dancers. Yes. Because they would do the the big rocket style right. kick yes. line, and you made that this year. Yes, because yes. you have to. I mean, that's you have to be a certain height. You have to be your your foot has to get up to your eyeball. Yes. Yeah. You're, so, well, so I think it was not last year, but the year before, our apprentice kick line came, yeah. and I was on that. That's so. the AKL we call that. That's right. That that's right. That's exactly right. But then this year, mm-hmm. uh, Miss Angel, uh, they had their auditions, and she brought in a group of judges. And oh, that's great. And uh, Lily's going to be on the big kick line this year. So Congratulations. We're, we're cautiously optimistic. I'm nervous, but I know she'll she'll work hard. She well, I, I know a lot of women who went to do ballet yeah. because, believe it or not, I was involved in the Nutcracker for many years in Oak Ridge. Yeah, yeah. And um, on the those tree lighting ceremonies that I would emcee, it would usually be during tech week of the Nutcracker. Yeah. So I'd be there doing the MC work, keeping an eye on the <laughs> clock, knowing that I had to go. Yeah. But then there were like three girls from Angela Floyd who were up there doing the, the tap and the kick line, and they, they'd wave at me because they knew that I was the grandpa right. in Nutcracker. Yeah. Yeah. And then I would see them an hour later, and they'd be completely transformed into ballet dancers uh, on toe point, what do you call those? Yeah, point yeah, shoes. yeah, on point shoes, yes. yeah. Yeah, to do... Um, 
whatever. Yeah. I think it was like Leia, she was in that. Yes, yes. Leia Riddle, yeah. I uh-huh. remember her, yeah. And yeah. I think Madison, uh, what's um, Peyton's Madison. sister? Madison. Uh, Sandwich, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you probably know a lot of these girls. Yeah. Yeah, they love it. Oh, yeah. that's outstanding. Yeah, and a lot of them are now majoring in dance in college. Good. They'll come in in the summer times. A couple of them are on tour in Italy dancing, but they come in and they'll, they really do give back, which is nice. Like Lily's yeah. taken a couple of privates from some of them. And, yeah. And that's fantastic. Yeah. Madison's staying here right now because some, sometimes she'll usually take Peyton to dance. So. Yeah. yeah, helping out younger mm-hmm. sister. Yeah. Oh, great, great, yeah. great, great. Yeah. Well, I don't know. So I'm, I was leaning toward ballet. I knew more about ballet, but. I'll have to admit, I cannot dance. <laughs> I have to be, I just have to confess to you that my job in the show was not to dance. My job, this, when they asked me to do it, um, this woman named Heather Tang Vincent called up and she says, Hey, Frank, uh, we got a part in the Nutcracker. It's for an old man who dances poorly, gets drunk, and falls down. <laughs> He said, sign me up. We thought of you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, typecasting. Uh, all right, I can do it. Well, anyhow, we're, uh, the point for today, of course, is to talk about you as Matilda, you as Mrs. Wormwood, with the Holston Hills Show Choir at Holston Hills Middle School, which is somewhere on the east side? Where? Yeah, we're just right off of Rutledge Pike. Okay. Um, and if you come, like, Chilhowee Elementary School, Intermediate School is just right down the hill from us. You cross and you're into yeah. the Holston Hills community, just right across Asheville Highway. Yeah. Well, you can, of course, find all that information. I'll put it in the uh, show notes for this episode. Yeah. And follow on social media so you can keep up and be at one of the performances, July 7, 8, and 9. Yeah. 7 and 8 mm-hmm. are night times, and 9 is a matinee. Yes. And then you can collapse and relax. Yeah. Sort of, right? Well, on July 10th, I have to go to the orthodontist. So. <laughs> she already knows what it's, the next it's, day is. It's, it's just, I'm going to be like, after that day, I'm just going to collapse. Is it so. just a checkup? Because your teeth look fine to me. I'm no, doc- I'm no doctor. Well, this is braces round two, probably. Oh, and you, yeah. can't, you don't want to wear them during the show. Yeah, well, and we did, you know, she had the first top four corrected, and now it's time to... To get the, the rest of them all straightened out. Yeah. Oh, the it's pain. part of growing, right? Oh, all I had gro- them. I know. All the growing <laughs> pains. Yeah. I'm with you. Well, break a leg. And you too, all Thank of you, you, break all the legs. Thank you. And uh, <laughs> I'm excited for the folks who are in the show. Congratulations to everybody for being in it. And I hope this is the first of many. I think uh, you're, you've stumbled into this, mm-hmm. starting it just within your own sphere of Holston and realizing this show is bigger. And therefore, you you know, bringing in you can't I mean you got to bring in old guys to play you know uh, your dad and yeah. and tr- you got to bring in a trunchbull who's yes. trunchbull? Uh, yeah, Sydney Allen. She's actually one of our alumni and uh, has done lots of theater in the Is area. Is she mean enough? Oh, yeah. listen, <laughs> in real life, no, she's she precious, but but she's pretty go- she's pretty awesome, isn't she? Yeah. Does she have to pick you up and twirl you like a, a what do you call it a hammer and a she doesn't track twirl and field? you. She does it to Naomi or Amanda Thrip. Yeah. And um, so I remember that one night we were like doing that scene, and Naomi was like, "I'm I'm ready, but at the same time I'm scared." <laughs> Is, does she get have to get land, thrown into something? She gets she... thrown on a crash mat. So <gasps> yeah, good, good. Yeah, yeah. that's safe for her. <laughs> <laughs> well, then, you know, I mean, I remember uh, now you would know in the in the opera Tosca. Yes, the lead character has to jump off the tower right. and in, there's a big production when you're making mm. Tosca you've got to make sure you've got a good crash mat to That's catch right. the diva. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want anybody getting hurt do we? Yeah. <laughs> Do 
right in the smell of rebellion. So there's this one part where it's supposed to be like they're falling into the mud and all that stuff, which they did in the movie. And so we have to like somersault onto a crash mm-hmm. mat or like fall oh, onto wow. a crash mat. Yeah, so it helps that you have dance dancers in the show. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's a very physical show, and I think we figured that out kind of as we've been working through this. Yeah. There's a lot of, I mean, you know, because Trunchbull is such a horrible human being, I mean, there's a lot of, you know, <laughs> having to learn that like stage combat side um, and how to yes. make all those things work. I mean, that's been a whole lesson in teaching yeah. these kids what to do. And, and I mean, it's been a lot of work with the kids themselves. I mean, uh, and a lot of shows, you know, you don't, the ensemble isn't often yes. uh, highlighted quite as much as yes. this show is. But I mean, I feel like every rehearsal, that's who we're calling. We have mm-hmm. maybe five or six adults in the show and everybody else is 18 or under. Wow. That's yeah. Fantastic. Which is, uh, yeah. it's pretty awesome. I mean, like every time I look at the rehearsal schedule, it's always like kids and teen ensemble. I was like, Okay, we're all going to be you, called now. You've been in rehearsal a whole lot lately. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're Matilda, yes. so what are you going to do, Lily? Yeah. That's the uh, that's congratulations. Yeah. Very happy for you. And Natalie, it's a delight to have you here. I'm glad you. that you called up and said, "Hey, what do you want to talk about?" <laughs> And then I've got a suggestion. How about Matilda? <laughs> yeah, love the chat. This show's been amazing. Good, it's been a good, good experience. All right. Well, congratulations again, um, Holston Hills Show Choir, uh, July seven, eight, and nine. Don't miss out on Matilda. How much are the tickets? They're probably they're twenty uh, for adults, and then fifteen for students. Two zero for adults. Two zero. Oh, that's a good price. Yeah, it's a it's a steal. Yeah, usually they're twenty five and up and yeah. around here. And that's then fifteen good. for for students and seniors. Excellent. Yeah. Great. I'm old, yeah. by the way. I like <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you are not, right? Yeah. Not. <laughs> uh, this is the Frank and Friends Show. My name is Frank Murphy. Natalie Elkins. And Lily Elkins. Thanks so much for watching. We'll talk to you again next time.